Spitcast. The future of collaborative video production. Spitcast. News, information, conversation, collaboration. Spitcast. Hi, I'm Michael London, and welcome to Spitcast, the future of collaborative video production, brought to you by spitvid.com. On this episode, we're visiting with Brendan Bradley from New York City. He's a writer, director, and creator. I bet you've seen some of his work and probably not known it. He has some interesting insights to share. And we'll also visit with Cooper Harris. She's an actress and producer of web content as well, including not one, not two, but three web series, plus some feature film work she'll tell us about as well. Spitcast. First up is Brendan Bradley. Brendan, welcome to Spidcast. Hey, Michael. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's great to be on the show. Uh, it really means a lot. And it's been great having squatters actually on uh, Spidvid. Uh, so for all the fans out there that have been watching the show, thank you so much for tuning in. Tell us a bit about you and your story. I'm the creator of an online series called Squatters, which you can find on Spidvid and at squattersTheseries.com. Uh, you can also see me in the recent video game reunion on Comedy Central's Adam.com. Uh, Jeff and Ravi Fail History, which is a Subway web series, and a new series called Game Room. And how did uh, collaboration benefit squatters? Well, you know, Michael, film is an incredibly collaborative medium, you know, because there's just so many moving parts. Uh, there's this great expression, it takes a whole village to raise a child, which I know is kind of cheesy, but, you know, squatters is my baby, you know, but I couldn't have begun the project without my incredible team that supported me every single step of the way. I made Squatters because I wanted to have a calling card as an actor and a writer. But the further in the process I got, I, I realized there are editors like Scott Turner and costume designers like Jenny Green and cinematographers like James Rodimer and composers like Morgan Peters, all these people who also want to make a name for themselves in their own departments and their own creativity. And so let them, you know, and bringing a larger team uh, and collaborating with them and letting everybody bring their vision to the project just helped everything raise up and raise the bar. Um, Especially on the web, it is so tempting to just do everything yourself and act like a one-man band. But I always try to surround myself with as many talented and intelligent people as I can and allow them to put their stamp on the project, uh, you know, and then take credit for it. Um, But seriously, you know, I I think that's ultimately what helps squatters stand out is um, so many phenomenally talented people all bringing their vision and putting their stamp and and having their own ownership over the project. Ah, yes, the mark of a great manager. Hire the right people and let them do their job. So tell us, Brendan, how did you attract the big names that you had in the first season? Uh, You know, over the years, I've actually been very blessed to work with some extremely talented actors who I've been lucky enough to stay friends with. Um, And there's just nothing more satisfying than creating an opportunity to play with your friends or people that you respect. So, you know, most of the roles in Squatters were actually offered to people that I'd worked with before or who I wanted to work with. Uh, I met Eric Scott Smith, who plays Alex Selkirk on a short film, and we become real-life best friends, which really helped with that banter between Hank and Alex. Uh, Sandy Parikh from the Guild, he actually hired me for my first commercial uh, in Los Angeles and my first web series, uh, The Legend of Neil. So I really just returned the favor to him. But then there's people like Christian Castellanos, who plays Ramira, or Matt Moy, who plays Hung the Delivery Guy, who we actually held auditions in Los Angeles uh, and New York. And they had practically no credits on their resumes at the time. And immediately after they shot Squatters, they really just started exploding, which makes me feel really good that I'm not the only one who noticed how talented they are. 
So I, I guess to, to all the actors out there, you know, the, the advice I can take away with becoming involved, especially in the web world, um, but even in the independent film world uh, that I've experienced is be reliable and fun to work with and just stay in touch uh, and you will get hired again. Um, but it's all about cultivating those relationships. An absolutely great lesson on networking as well. Hey, what did you learn from the first season that you're applying to season two? God, we learned so much during the first season of Squatters uh, that really just helped the show kind of evolve as we went. You know, we shot off and on for over a year, you know, basically, um, whenever I could save up enough money to continue shooting. You know, in that time, everything changed. The web space changed, new media contracts changed, the, the cameras that everybody was using changed. I mean, it's such an exciting and fast-paced medium, and I, I've really learned something new every single week. Um, but as far as, you know, the first thing I'm bringing to season two from the experience of season one is just to shoot everything all in one chunk um, with a set budget, just to make it less stressful for my entire team and you know, the cast, the crew, and everybody. Just get everybody there for a month and do it right. And the other thing is that, you know, People don't necessarily find your show on the first day or the first episode. Um, so something I've really learned that I'm trying to apply to future episodes is that um, the second season of Squatters uh, will be a lot more self-contained uh, and really push the boundaries of Alex squatting in that office and Hank really exploring New York City and really driving those two storylines as far apart as we can. What did you find was the best way to promote and get attention for the web series? You, you know, I actually I have to credit Felicia Day here, who... I worked with on Legend of Neil, and she said to tell a story that is true to you and make a show that you want to see instead of trying to cater to what you think an audience wants. You know, I, I personally love shows like Psych and Scrubs and, and Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you know, and, and Squatters is 100% my sense of humor, the way I like shows to look, the characters I invest in, all of it. You know, and I think that allows me to be totally honest with the audience. You know, if you like what I like, you're going to love Squatters. And if you don't, no hard feelings. There's a lot of other great shows out there. We've had some support from sites that we uploaded to, like Daily Motion and Blip and Stay Tuned TV. Uh, but really, my, my entire PR strategy was allowing the, oh God, a, a hundred people in the cast and crew to just promote their work and feel proud of, of the final episodes. Because um, I really think that personal touch is what matters, you know. Um, I get dozens of emails, Facebook invites, tweets, you name it, every single day, and they're all so vague. But you know, when a friend really reaches out to me and says, hey, I'm really proud of this. Will you check it out? I, I will always take the time to watch and even comment or vote or, or whatever it is that, that can help that video and that creation. And so that, that's been kind of our key in promotion is just being completely sincere about we love the show, we're proud of the show, and we think that people who are like us and our friends and family will, will love it. And it's really helped us kind of find even a wider audience beyond our immediate circle. All right, Bradley, here's the million-dollar question, and of course, all pun intended. What are some tips to get the most out of a limited video project budget? I have to say be good to your people. I cannot stress it enough. You know, I, I don't think there's a project in the world that couldn't use more money or more time. You know, the, the budget is always going to be limiting. You know, but if you treat your team well, they will work with you and they'll bring their A game every single time. You know, I, Squatters was my burden. No one asked me to make that show. So every day that people even showed up, paid or not paid, that was a favor to me. And I really tried to honor that as much as possible by respecting what each department needed on set and trying to give them a feeling of ownership over a piece of the project. 
You know, and I think that is ultimately the key to collaboration. You choose the people who bring out your best and want to bring their best to the work. And can you give us a bit of a sneak peek into season two of Squatters? Um, I, I would love to give you more than a sneak peek. Uh, the fun part about the internet is, like I said, it's always evolving and we're always kind of seeing what's next. Uh, I've, I've been involved with a lot of other projects over the past six months, um, but Squatters is still happening and still uh, being worked on. And I, I think at this point, all I can safely say is uh, we're going to really try to keep going bigger, faster, and funnier. You know, really, get, really getting both Alex and Hank to fully explore those environments more, like I was saying earlier. You know, let the love interest develop, get them, you know, get Alex really exploring the office and that environment, get Hank really exploring New York and a lot of other temporary housing solutions, not just uh, the comfortable pillow tops of a lot of ladies all over the city. And hey, dr- drum roll, please, maybe even resolve the uh, bet. Uh, but we'll, we'll see, uh, we'll see how far. Uh, we want to go with that. But we really hope, you know, the recent exposure like uh, the Indie Intertube Awards and the Clicker Awards, we hope that those will help us find financing or a sponsor that will really help us bring that next level of production uh, to the show and to our fans. And fingers crossed, everybody, for the Streaming Awards to hopefully give some love uh, to my amazing team um, that just made the first season happen and really has supported me every step of the way. So in the meantime, I hope everyone will go check out episodes on SpidVid and SquattersTheSeries.com. Make sure you let us know what you think. And we're also at at SquattersSeries on Twitter. Um, Follow us and harass us. And we just are so appreciative that people are out there watching. Uh, So thanks for having us on today. You are so welcome. And thank you, Brendan Bradley. You know how challenging it is to produce quality videos without the help from others who have the skills and talent you need. Well, SpidVid lets you find the individuals you need for your video production project so you can create the Internet's next big viral hit. Visit SpidVid.com, click the sign-up link, and reserve your spot within our collaborative video production community today. Next up is actress and web producer Cooper Harris. Cooper, welcome to Spidcast. Absolutely, my pleasure. I'm excited to be here. Tell us about how you broke into the web series world. I broke into the web series world kind of on a fluke. I and my producing partner had done uh, numerous um, online commercials, basically, and we'd sold them to companies like Post-It Notes, Kimberly Clark, Crazy Glue. And from there, since we were both actors, it kind of made sense then to transition into scripted content. And that was right as the whole web series thing was really breaking um, a couple, two years ago. So, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. Cooper, how has um, collaboration helped with the web series pilot? Well, I think collaboration is key. I mean, in any project for anything, but especially for web series, especially if you have a lower budget, because to try to do everything yourself um, <laughs> never turns out as good as one would hope. So I think bringing in other people whose creative um kind of creative vision fits yours is a really good idea. Um, And that way you can all kind of fill in the chinks that inevitably will come from not having as much money as you'd want. Um, Yeah, Squatters was created by Brendan Bradley, and I jumped on board, and we uh, produced the whole thing together from start to finish. I I remember the very first reading was was a really exciting thing that we kind of just put together, and then from there, a year and a half later, we had the show. Do you have some tips that you can share to get the most out of a limited budget project? Um, favors. 
<laughs> the favor bank. Uh, I really do think also time time management and planning. You know, they say you can't have, you know, it's the what the holy trifecta of production. You can have a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of quality. But if you're missing one, you have to make up for it in the other departments. So we did not have a lot of money. Um, for Relapse, the pilot we just did, um, which won Celebrate the Web, and we also did not have a lot of money for squatters either, so it was really crucial that we um, that we really planned it all out, kind of even to the minute, and also collaborated with uh, people who had kind of exceptional vision and equipment. Now, you've mentioned squatters. Uh, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, squatters is... Um, a uh, web series created by Brendan Bradley and produced by myself and executive produced by Frank Kramer, who came on at the end and um, was generous enough to give us some finishing funds. So uh, another example of um, at least monetary collaboration. It was really great to have them. And uh, it's a story about two roommates in New York who make a bet to live without paying rent for a year. So um, it's really fun. It's a comedy. Uh, Daily Motion picked us up. We are... To date, I believe they're number one original comedy, which is really exciting. And um, we have everybody in there from, like, Ryan Sypek from Wildfire to Sandy Parikh of The Guild and Legend of Neil, Tony Janning. Um, of course, I'm in it as uh, Julie, the female lead, and uh, I play an up-and-coming what uh, She's a lawyer, and she is kind of the girl who's always getting away from Hank. So. And what did you find was the best way to promote and get viewer attention to the web series? Well, I think, um, first of all, you want to have a really kick-ass show. I mean, that's just kind of the basics so that when people do watch, they feel excited and not like you're wasting their time. Um, at least for Relapse, the, the Celebrate the Web pilot we did later, um, we were able to get a lot of kind of big YouTube personalities and people with large Twitter followings, um, definitely influencers, to watch the show, like it, and then tweet about it, which got us a huge number of votes, which is how the Celebrate the Web competition worked. And I think that was really successful for us. But again, it all hinges on having a really good and intriguing product that you're showing people. Uh, definitely Twitter. Facebook's great. Um, I actually sent around a good old-fashioned email chain to my mother and all my traditional fans in uh, North Carolina. So definitely drawing on the family, the old friends from back home who get excited to see, you know, what you're up to out in California. And then we had amazing success with squatters in terms of, uh, let's see, Tube Filter was very generous in their coverage and took a keen interest. They actually uh, kind of broke the sneak peek, the original sneak peek of squatters. They were the first publication to do anything on it. So we got a lot of feedback from that. So definitely targeting, you know, targeting the online web media places is really good. New TV, of course, Tube Filter, all those. They're really good. You just mentioned something exceptionally important. That is that it all falls back on the writing and a good product. Yeah, definitely. It's really important that when you're pushing something, it be good. I mean, that sounds so basic, but it really, it really, if you're going to, if you're going to not infringe upon people's time, but if you're going to ask them to put in time, you want to give them something back. You know, you want to reward them for the six minutes they're spending by great writing, a really fun, maybe unexpected casting choices, stuff like that. People they've seen other places, you know, humor is always good or that tension, but you got to give back. Cooper, it's been a bit of a challenge to pin you down for this interview. And I mean that in a good way because you've been so very busy. Tell us, where do we see you next? Oh, wow. Um, I have so many 
different things coming up and sometimes um, is, is, is a hard thing to juggle in my mind. Um, so, yeah, so I have a really exciting show coming up called Mighty Woman, and that will touch down, as they like to say, because she's a superhero, um, in a couple months. Of course, I also have Relapse coming up, which is to celebrate the web pilot, which um, is very exciting. It sounds like it's going to be a show. We can't announce with whom yet, but um, that's definitely in the works. And really fun, um, not on the web series field, but in traditional film, I have a romantic comedy coming out called Amy Allison Fans. And it um, it's really fun because I think it's one of the first films that really pays homage to the online phenomenon. It's... Um, it uh, uses, let's see how to put this, it uses real YouTube video bloggers, like real YouTube stars, in a film talking about this actress who is quickly rising to fame on the Internet. <laughs> so it's kind of a fun blending uh, cross-platform project. And um, I play the actress, Amy Allison, so that should be really great, too. We're screening at the DGA in two weeks. Ah, art imitating life there. Exactly. It is kind of art imitating life. And how about your web address? Where do we see you online? CooperHarris.net. Cooper Harris, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate all that you guys are doing for the online space. Thanks for listening to our Spidcast show. We appreciate your time and attention. You can now join the conversation at Spidcast.com or on our SpidVid blog. And you can join our collaborative filmmaking community at spitvid.com. Tune in next month for another entertaining and informative episode of Spidcast. Spidcast.